Okay. Blitz round. Let's go in the same order. That was delightful. So, round Carrie, two. what's okay. your next one? Obscure book or short story or something that you think should be uh, translated to film. Either, like, a series, a series movie, uh, whatever. What's, what's something that you haven't seen on film that you'd like to? Uh, I would like to see an adaptation of the fantasy works by Josh Lankwist. They're available now on Amazon.com. <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. Truly shameless plug. Out, out of the gate. Um, no, I, the first no, thing I, that... I actually agree. I think you have a fantastic cover. Yeah, it's really good. Whoever animated that is just a really talented, uh, really talented person who made uh, an ele- element uh, from my book and just illustrated the hell out of it and brought it to life in a way that wraps around the cover beautifully. That I really appreciate. All right, I'm just gonna cross out self congratulatory <laughs> blitz question. <laughs> um, no, but in all fairness, the first thing that came to mind while you were reading that was the Arthur C. Clarke book, Rendezvous with Rama. Mm-hmm. But I can't answer that because apparently the genius, Denny Villanueva, who's done Dune and Arrival, mm-hmm. uh, is in talks to helm that in the near future. Oh, I've actually looked it up. It's been in development hell for a long time. Uh, I believe Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington have both been attached to Star at some points. Mm-hmm. And I think one of them even bought the movie for a little while and was trying to produce it themselves before it moved on. So it's been trying to be made for a long time. That sounds like there, a Denzel move. It do, yeah, it sounds like it's going to get made, though, soon, which is cool, but um, otherwise, for an obscure thing, um, I don't have anything of late. There was there was some works by C.S. Lewis that I wanted to adapt mm-hmm. when I was younger, but now that I'm an atheist, I'm like, fuck C.S. Lewis, so mm-hmm. not anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, so. I, I, can, I, can, I can vibe with mm-hmm. that. That's my weird long-winded answer after my delightful self-promotion, so. Yeah, just, just bathe in it. Ah, oh, yes. I have written things. <laughs> I can't focus long enough. You. Uh, so I would absolutely want to see an like an anthology uh, covering the King in Yellow. Ooh, so, like the 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 OG book, the King in Yellow. Yes. Okay. The, the collection of sh- of short stories. Good one. Good yeah, one, good I think one. like especially uh, if you got some really talented. Uh, people doing the different projects do it like a Black Mirror style uh-huh. um, either short series or uh, like just a film where you cover each individual story separately and uh, just kind of have fun with it I think that would be a really fascinating uh, project absolutely um, I think I might have I, I might have mentioned this to you guys before like way long ago uh the Black Company series by Glenn Cook mm-hmm. should be a, a series, a, an HBO series, like hour long. Like it's legitimately something that could fall in the vein of uh, of uh, of the George R. R. Martin stuff, okay. but it's a little bit more. Uh, it's not a high magic world, but it is high fantasy. Okay. But it's about a mercenary, mercenary company that actually gets hired by the villain. Like uh-huh. they work for the villain for the first couple of books, and cool. it's legitimately it, it is a really interesting take on it. Like I, I read a review that called it a it was like a Vietnam memoir on LSD. Wow! And it's really well written. It's really grounded, and every book is from the specific perspective of one character. Like the first one is from the guy that basically does the history annals for oh. the company. Oh, that's cool. Uh, who's also the medic, and his his nickname is Croker. 
So nice. it's it's a really it's a really good series. It's a great book series, very well written. Uh, it's it's one of my top like fantasy series. But like I I would very much say that that like if we're gonna go with like fantasy as like uh, something that is series fodder at this point yeah. in the post Game of Thrones age, yeah. it's that. That's a really cool answer. Sweet. Yeah. All right, who's next? Roll a d12 for me. You Ooh. got it. Uh, we got a 12. We Whoa. got a 12. Favorite true crime story? Oh, my favorite true crime story? Oh, jeez. Uh, that's a that's a real hard or one. Or case, or it doesn't have to have, like, have a narrative, just like true crime. Favorite thing? True crime, favorite thing? Oh, you know what? I actually... I... I'm one of those I'm one of those bitches that loves a good serial killer breakdown. Mm-hmm. Like like I, I love figuring out how people tick or how things how things go down. Um mm-hmm. you know what? I, I gotta take that back. I like it more when you get to see it in the historical perspective. I think that the Night Stalker documentary that was on Netflix mm-hmm. did it really well because none of it was about the Night Stalker. It huh. was about the cops trying to solve the case, the victims, how they were effective, and how the city of Los Angeles reacted, and San mm. Francisco reacted to like it was about the world around what was happening when the Night Stalker was going down. Interesting, because okay. it if you're a true crime, you probably know something about the Richard Ramirez case, and you know you probably know about Richard Ramirez, but you mm-hmm. you didn't like it immersed you in the history. So mm-hmm. stuff like that, like like that kind of that kind of stuff. Uh, I'd say that documentary is pretty pretty top of the heat too. Nice, cool. Only murders in the building. No, I'm Great show. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll plug that button. Uh, Actually, I, I don't really watch much true crime, but um, I did very much enjoy the show Mind Hunters. That was very well done. Um, mm-hmm. I hope they do more seasons of it. I don't think they will though. But um, that one is kind of fictionalized, kind of based on some real stuff, and mm-hmm. um, just kind of like what you said, Carrie. The way they analyzed. I mean, they definitely had serial killers were kind of the focus, but like the actually the focus was on the investigators trying to look for patterns and ways to prevent it in the future. And I thought that was really fascinating. So, good show, good show, very well acted. Yeah, and David Fincher can't go wrong. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about you? Uh, I was gonna uh, say actually the uh, Elizabeth Short uh, Black Dahlia case. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot Ooh, of documentaries. There's a ton of information. Most of it's conflicting. Um, there are some more modern cases that, like, I prefer to, to read or dig into, but, uh, for the sake of, uh, respect to those individuals, I don't want to necessarily make that a, uh, a highlight. Fives. Okay, good question. Nice. Uh, is that, that three for three? That's three for three? Let's see, uh, we, or no, I gotta do one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rumi, you need 20, for more. You got it. Uh, it's an eight. Weirdest place you've ever visited slash traveled to. Weirdest place. Um, I can go with this one. I can go first right. on this one. Uh, kind of weird. Uh, all right. Weirdest place I've ever visited. Um, out in a run, Colorado. Thought I was being chased by a bear, and I ended up running uh, through a trail in the woods. Ended up like the trail going away, and I was running through the woods. And when I finally popped out and thought I was safe from the bear, I, I was in a dilapidated outdoor church. Oh. Like, straight up with wooden pews, uh, rows of wooden pews that were all, like, rotting and falling apart. There was a dais, and there were... My foot's falling asleep. I'm so sorry. It's cramping. And Ah. there were 
uh, dismembered stuffed animals what? everywhere. And I was gas, and I ran faster than when I thought the fucking bear was chasing me. Yeah, uh, that's that, fucking creepy as hell. And then I finally popped out on the road, and I ran, and I and I slowly jogged back to the house I was living in uh, in Ned. So it sounds like we will need to do another uh, deep dive story for Halloween this year. Oh, I can I can tell that one. What if we <laughs> film that episode there? I don't know. No. Okay. Yeah, no, no. You got a better chance of of dragging me to Cheeseman Park. Awesome. <laughs> you guys want to come out to uh, to Denver for uh, Halloween? I will do that. I'm to. I I I'm down. That. I about you. What's the weirdest place you've ever traveled to slash visited? Weirdest place? See, I haven't been to like physically been to that many weird uh weird places. Um, probably actually another Colorado uh urban legend. It's uh Third Bridge out out Third in bridge. um that's on the the it's past east first side bridge of, and second bridge. It, it but before the fourth is. bridge, ah, um, or is it fourth bridge? I don't remember. I have to actually look this up. We're doing this off the top of our head, people. We are. Um, and so, yeah, there's this... There's somebody in Denver right now like, It's Fifth Bridge, you fuck! <laughs> How dare <laughs> you! <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, there's this, like, uh, haunted area on uh, out... Uh, what is it? Uh, east of Denver. Um, it takes a minute to drive out there, but it's just, like... An area of high strangeness. You get some super weird vibes out there. I like um, that. I want to do not... a deep dive more in that, but and, we are yeah. low on time, my friends. So. All right, so we'll skip. We'll, we'll, well, my answer is going to be the uh, fucking um, the place I went to that we did a podcast on. I'll put a link in the video. Cool. Uh, yeah, 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 that. So, yeah, yeah. Link yeah. There. And we're so, uh, <laughs>